This is Corey Willis with PVI, and you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Cass from Diesel Doctor of Tennessee, and you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. What's going on, Diesel Nation? I'm Dan Clark. And I'm Danny Boss. We're coming at you live from the Dan's Diesel Performance headquarters in McChesney Park, Illinois. We've got a good show lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about Dan's Diesel Performance, my company, the services that we offer, the products that we make, all sorts of good stuff there. And we're going to talk about some upcoming events this year in the diesel industry. We're going to also discuss our drop-in turbochargers and also take some Q&A from uh, customers and some fans of ours and wrap it up with a, an investment that we made last year. We'll talk about that as well. So yeah, let's awesome. get the show started. Absolutely. Uh, first things first, I uh, wanted to talk to you a little bit, Danny. Uh, you are uh, one of our newest employees here at Dance Dealer Performance. So I just wanted to ask you, you know, what brought you to our company and uh, how you like it so far and, you know, what everybody can expect. Oh, thanks for uh, that intro. Absolutely. I miss the hell out of the diesel industry. I left to you know, go sell campers and RVs, which was fun. I was killing it, making awesome money. But there was still something, you know, I was announcing at the drag trip still. I was going to the events, but I wasn't participating. And But I was still a part of it somehow. And when I came up here to McChesney Park, I've never been here before, and uh, to this location since you've been uh, here um, from the farm where you started. And I started walking around, meeting all the employees, and seeing what really goes on at this facility and I was like man I would love to work there mm. so Dan and I you know we started talking and the rest is really history yeah and I've been here um just busier than all get out and I can't tell you how busy the phones are and how busy every employee here is so that's why I wanted to come on board yeah we are definitely swamped here this time of year the parking lot is full from one end to the other with customer trucks. Um, sales have been through the roof and making a lot of products. So it's been going really good here lately. You know, and when you, you made the post on Facebook saying that you were coming on board, uh, there was definitely a, a lot of love there from your fans and uh, customers. Oh, I just want to say thank you to everybody. Everybody's so awesome. I had so many people reach out to me and tell me they're happy that I'm back and you know, I just, it feels like I'm at home and I'm just having a lot of fun again like I was having. So thank you for welcoming me back into the diesel industry. If anything, Danny saved me. Yeah, yeah we're, <clears throat> we're happy to have you on board. So here at Dance of the Performance, uh, we have a 12,000 square foot facility here in McChesney Park, Illinois. We specialize in Duramaxes, but we also work on Power Strokes and Cummins too. We have a 5,000 square foot shop where we do a lot of maintenance and repairs to diesel trucks, but also a lot of performance upgrades. So no matter if you need an oil change or an engine build, transmission build, big turbocharger, whatever you need, we can take care of those needs here in our facility. Just give us a call or shoot us an email. We'll get you a quote and get your truck scheduled in. We're also a manufacturer. We build custom drop-in turbochargers and uh, S3 and S400 turbos as well here in our facility. We do fuel injectors, CP3 pumps, uh, we have CNC machines, so we make a lot of various parts 
for the diesel industry, fuel sumps, CB3 adapter flanges. We do cylinder head machining on the Duramaxes, stuff like that. Uh, build our own Allison transmissions, uh, 47, 48 RE transmissions. Do our own EFI live tuning and so much more. Fabrication, just about everything. And uh, our sales department has just been killing it lately. We've got uh, two great sales guys that answer the phones. Uh, we also have our service manager, which is also a, a sales representative as well. Uh, in between all three of them and myself, we can get you taken care of with anything you need for your diesel truck. Uh, I started the company back in 2008. It was just a hobby out at the, my parents' farm. And uh, it has grown to this giant empire that it is today. And I want to thank all my customers and, and fans for and friends and family for making you know this dream possible. All the support. Yes, it's been amazing. The support that we've gotten over the years, uh, the products that we've made, the builds that we've done, and uh, the friends you meet. You know, you go to all these events around the country, and you, you meet so many amazing people. Uh, you know, you, yeah, just, there's just no replacing that with anything else. It's just truly amazing. That's why I was happy to come back into the industry. You know, I missed the heck out of the UCC last year. Um, and I watched it on a live feed like everybody else. And not being there, I was I was tore up inside. Mm -hmm. You gotta got to get out there and check it out for yourself if you've never been to it. Yeah. Unbelievable event. Yeah, life gets pretty boring when you're not out there in the industry. At events and you know contacting people yeah there's like a, there's a lot of events coming up uh, what next week is the gauntlet challenge yeah yeah ATS has got their gauntlet challenge that's uh March 3rd for anybody that's uh, in Colorado wants to see a pretty big show Huge. on the dyno I sit next to Clay you know one of our sales guys here he said uh, well he went to Wyo Tech and they decided to take a road trip to the gauntlet challenge when he was going to school mm -hmm. and i said to him i said what got you in diesel power you know he goes i went to the gauntlet challenge and i was 10 feet away from a truck that just laid down 1600 horsepower and my jaw was on the ground mm -hmm. and he goes since that time i couldn't go back to work thinking about working on semis and big rigs he said i had to be in this industry yep it's a great feeling yeah just so get out to one of these events and see for yourself no matter where you live in the country there's always something going on so there's no excuses yeah there's rudy's coming up there is ucc uh shy diesel extravaganza uh the daytona truck meet weekend on the edge um goes you know, on and on and yeah there's, there's so many events throughout the country to go see uh follow the northwest dino circuit you know they have a lot of events throughout the country go check it out but, you know, I know you specialize, or we specialize in injectors and all sorts of things, but the main focus today was talking about turbocharging and what we're doing here and how we're changing the whole landscape of the whole entire market. Mm -hmm. We are the, uh, the official drop-in turbocharger of the Diesel Podcast and the Ultimate Callout Challenge. We specialize in Duramax turbochargers, drop-ins. Uh, from 64 millimeter all the way to 72 millimeter and uh, we also do some power stroke stuff as well 
going to be getting into more Power Stroke platforms and Cummins platforms this year. We're looking forward to that. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about uh, what we offer right now for the Duramax crowd. Uh, we'll do some Q&A from some of our customers and fans. And, uh, you know, go into some other things that we did uh, last year and uh, all that. So, But yeah, was, I mean, all one to really present time we've been messed yeah. with a few l5p turbos yep. and we've got a couple out there and i won't we'll get into that yeah. a little bit but you know starting it out at 01 it goes all the way up until present time but 01 to 04 what are you offering for the lb7 we offer three different sizes of drop-in turbochargers our turbochargers are brand new so there's no core charge you get all the gaskets and seals you need to install a turbocharger the exhaust housing is a better design than factory it's got a heavier duty wastegate that's not going to break off like the factory one does no cracks no messed up threads or broken off bolts you know it is a high quality brand new drop-in turbocharger with no core charge so you can keep your old turbo you can sell it you can do whatever you want with it um, right there I, I think right there is the key mm -hmm. brand new Yep. And not having to ship back a uh, rusty core. Right. And dealing with all the broken studs and whatnot. I mean, yeah. I mean, from uh, a manufacturing perspective, building a brand new turbocharger, it is just so nice. It comes right apart. Uh, everything goes in the CNC machines really nicely. Uh, it, it just allows you to create a top quality product because you're starting off with a, a brand new high quality unit. So. Um, we build them in 64 millimeter, 66 millimeter, and 68 millimeter. So depending on what you use the truck for, uh, what your power goals are, you know, we can spec out the right size turbocharger for your needs. You said something about a 72 though. Um, you get, oh, are we offering that to the public? Oh, or it's is that... only in the, the VGTs. So like the 2005 mm -hmm. to 2016 trucks, we do offer a 72 millimeter for those. No, we'll, we'll get into those in a, a minute. Uh, yeah, I haven't worked here long enough to uh, drive a truck with a 72 on it, and I'm oh, looking they're, forward they're to that. I mean, that's going to be just crazy fun. Yeah, they're fun. The uh, the VGT trucks, the 05 to 16 Duramaxes, we do offer the 66, the 64, 68, and 72. Uh, same thing, built from brand new Garrett turbochargers. So they have all the updates that Garrett's come out with over the years to you know make them more reliable, uh, leak-free. Uh, same thing. There's no cracks. There's no issues with threads. You know, having to helicoil bolt holes and stuff like that. You know, we don't have to worry about that. Uh, brand new, no core charge. Uh, with our uh, Duramax turbos, we offer a lifetime warranty. Uh, we got to hit the brakes right there. What's going on? You said. You, I mean, I get this question a lot, mm -hmm. and people want me to elaborate on what is all in, you know, involved with this lifetime warranty. In my opinion, with a lifetime warranty, you know, I, I have seen uh, some people, like mainly uh, other shops, uh, claim that the, the lifetime warranty is unrealistic. You know, yeah. there's just a sales pitch, stuff like that, and it's not the case. A lifetime warranty to me is uh, a protection. Uh, for the customer against the manufacturer the lifetime warranty it covers defects in parts and workmanship 
So, you know, if the turbo was not assembled properly, or there may be an issue with one of the components that was used, and, you know, somewhere along those lines, a failure happened, you know, we're going to take that turbocharger back, we're going to evaluate what happened, what caused the failure, and uh, get them fixed up and back on the road. Um, you know, some companies put a, a short time warranty on there, and uh, in my opinion, the warranty tells you how good the product is. So by putting a lifetime warranty on it, you know, it's, that's as good as it can get. So for as long as you own that turbocharger, uh, you're protected against a failure from an issue that's out of your control. Uh, and, you know, a failure, in my opinion, is an opportunity. I, you know, we want to get that turbo back. We want to take it apart, find out what happened. If it was an issue on our end, we want to implement steps or procedures into our build process to prevent that failure from happening to another customer in the future. And, um, you know, there are failures that happen from, you know, uh, multiple uh, reasons. Yeah, there's many different reasons failures can happen. I mean, you know, something could get sucked into the intake. We see that. You know, a rag gets sucked in or a bolt or, you know, a piece of slag from, you know, an intake that wasn't made very well. Um, you know, uh, a boost leak can cause a thrust bearing to blow out, uh, an oiling issue, you know, there's uh, overspeeding, you know, bad tuning can cause it too. You know, there's a lot of things that can cause a turbo to fail. But even in those situations, you know, yeah, we, we won't be repairing that turbo for free. We are going to do it as affordable as possible so we can get the customer back on the road as quick as possible. We all know mistakes happen and, you know, we're not going to... Uh, sell them on our brand new turbocharger. Mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll get them fixed up. You know, something that I, it's more of a public service announcement, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I and I see this happening quite often, and in just in the past uh, little bit since I've been answering the phones again here, it kind of hurts inside when I hear this call because um, somebody had a stock turbo mm -hmm. and they had a failure. Yeah, and then. You know, um, they bought a turbo, let's say, wherever, you know, they buy a turbo, mm -hmm. a replacement turbo, and then that thing fails. Yeah. And the reason why it failed is because they sucked in FOD from the first turbo, you know, that they didn't clean out the intercooler or the piping good enough, and all of a sudden now they're having another problem. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if uh, that's my PSA, if you have a failure, make sure your inner everything is completely cleaned out before you spend big money on a charger mm -hmm. and um, replace that. Yeah, and also uh, failure happens for a reason. You have to find the source of what caused that failure. So let's say uh, you, you pull a stock turbocharger off, uh, it, the thrust bearing's gone in it. That happened for a reason. A lot of times we see uh, the, the reason why the thrust bearing fails is because of a, a big boost leak. Well, if you don't address the boost leak and you put a, a brand new turbocharger on, you know, that one's going to fail in the exact same manner that the stock one failed. So you want to do your, yourself a favor and make sure that you boost test the system prior to, you know, getting the truck back on the road. Uh, same thing with, with air filters. You know, we, we see a dirty air filter cause issues too. Uh, oil quality or oil pressure, you know, every cause of failure needs to be taken care of before going out with this brand new turbocharger. Uh, so the last thing we want to see is one of our customers to put a, a high dollar uh, turbocharger on their truck and have the same thing happen to them a few miles down the road. Yeah. So.
I think boost testing is so important and it should be mandatory before obviously any dyno run or any time you're trying to you know get a reading like mm -hmm. that but guys that have like triple kits and twin kits they don't sometimes realize the maintenance involved you know mm -hmm. you can drive it for a couple of days and acquire a small boost leak and never even know it mm -hmm. um how many times have you had people come to the dyno and say oh i just did all these intercooler pipes and just replaced all these other parts there's no way there's a boost leak and then you do a boost test on it, and sure enough, there's three or four boost leaks. Mm -hmm. And the guy's, like, now embarrassed. Yep. But we don't want to embarrass him, but at the same time, we want to show him that, hey, this is robbing you of not only horsepower, it's robbing you of your efficiency of your truck, and uh, it's robbing you of your number you're trying to cal get calculated yeah. and, right now. And it can do damage to your turbos. You know, so it, it is important to do boost test on the system especially after you, you put a brand new turbocharger on uh you know even the trucks that come into the shop here uh brand new like you know a 2016 lml or even the l5ps too we've seen uh small boost leaks right from the factory mm -hmm. and you know, whether it's an o-ring and a quick coupler or maybe a gasket uh was damaged during you know the assembly process at the factory you know it, it's there and you know boost that exits the system is just adding to inefficiency of the setup so yeah absolutely i agree with that i having it's just a simple deal and people i, I feel like neglect it mm -hmm. and uh just kind of wanted to drive that home a little bit and yep. and kind of remind people that hey you know you have a cool truck and you got to take care of it with some of this maintenance stuff yep that goes kind of um unspoken yep they don't. They don't ever talk about oil leaks or boost leaks. You know, when it comes to their sweet looking twin kit. You know. Right. Yeah. They're just really excited to get that new turbocharger on and, and go drive it, and not, not realize that it might be causing more damage. Yeah. Absolutely. So. That's super important, of course. But uh, moving on, I I've been answering this phone. It's been ringing off the hook uh, Monday through Friday during business hours. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Saturday today. We came in try to knock out a few things here. But I put together a, a few questions that I thought were awesome that people have asked me and, mm -hmm. and the fan page of ours, you know, the Dan's Diesel Performance fan page on Facebook. And uh, I thought, wow, these are legitimate questions mm -hmm. and people want to know what, you know, the answers are. Yeah. Um, had a guy, Randy, um, messaged um, the page. Okay. He uh, was looking at... A 68, but he asked, how does a 68 millimeter do with stock fuel mm -hmm. for an LMM truck? Well, uh, the 68 millimeter is, you know, one of the bigger drop-ins that we make for the LML. Uh, it's a VGT, so it, it spools very quickly. You know, it's tunable, so you can, you know, your tuner can change uh, how quick it spools up, you know, how it responds and whatnot. Uh, so it's going to drive just fine on stock fuel, you know, just like the 66 and the 64, and even the 72, you know, they'll all drive fine on stock fuel, but you will not get the max power potential out of that turbocharger uh, on stock injectors and stock CP3. So they're all pretty much going to, you know, top out around that 600 horsepower mark, you know, with the, the fuel limitation. So if you want to get above that uh, horsepower mark, you're going to need to upgrade the size of the injectors and the CP3 setup so you can add more fuel to the fire and get more horsepower. So 
you were saying that you would rather be fuel limited than air limited? It, it is safer to be you know, fuel limited than air limited. Uh, you know, when, when you've got too much air, you know, it's going to run clean and your EGTs are going to be low. But when you got too much fuel, it's the complete opposite. You're going to have excess smoke coming out of the exhaust. Uh, EGTs are going to be pretty high. And usually it also means you're uh, asking more of that turbocharger than what it was designed for. And pushing a turbocharger past its design limits can cause failure as well. So um, in this situation, you know, if, you, if the uh, Randy did put a 68 mil on his LML, or excuse me, LMM. Yep. Uh, it's going to run good. You know, it's going to sound good too. Uh, but uh, he's not going to get the full power potential out of that turbocharger. He, he would actually get the same power that he would if he went with a 66 or even a 64. So, uh, when so in, in this, I guess when a customer calls, you know, wanting to get a 68, uh, first of all, we would ask, you know, what do you do with the truck, and what are your future goals with the truck? If they do towing with it, um, or if they don't really have any high horsepower plans in the future, uh, we probably recommend going with a, a smaller turbocharger um, instead of you know going with the one of the biggest ones we make. Right. So definitely, we're gonna figure out what you're using the truck for and your future mm -hmm. goals, and that's gonna really depend on that. Um, no, that's great. That's that's a good question. You know, everybody wants to know what they can do with stock fuel and big air mm -hmm. like that so moving forward um this guy was this guy was a trip to talk to in, in real life um my name is tyler i love your snapchat and instagram he says i have an lly and i want a truck pull on the weekends and tow my bobcat during the week what do you recommend well, uh, with that situation, the uh, customer uses his truck for work, obviously, but also wants to have fun at the truck pulls. Uh, there are a lot of different kinds of truck pulls throughout the country and a lot of different sets of rules that the competitors have to abide by. So the first thing we would do is you know, want to get a copy of the rules that he is going to be pulling with. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them are just stock appearing. Uh, some of them are limited to the bore size, like a 2.5 inch or something like that. So we need to see what those rules are so we can, you know, build the right size turbocharger for his needs. Um, with the, the the need to tow, the 64 millimeter would be my first recommendation. That turbo is, you know, more built for towing. It's good for up to 650 horsepower. You know, you will have to put a little bit bigger injectors in there to reach those numbers. But, you know, it's, it's very responsive, it delivers great torque down low for pulling trailers, and uh, it offers a good amount of horsepower for pulling the sled at the sled pole. So, um, if you wanted to go a little bit bigger and the rules allow it, the 66 millimeter is a, a great next size up for that truck. Uh, that turbocharger is rated for 700 horsepower. Uh, we, we have seen almost 600, or sorry, we've seen almost 750 horsepower from it. So... You know, that would be a good turbo to still pull that bobcat around and, uh, you know, dominate the sled pulls. Well, with these L5Ps coming out, I don't know how, if he's, uh, he's going to do well, I think, but I don't know. It's yeah. going to be a tough one. Yeah, the, the L5P has definitely been uh, an interesting creature. Uh, you can make, you know, 600 horsepower 
you know, on stock turbo and stock injectors uh, with just a tune and, you know, exhaust and whatnot. So it's really impressive. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what our drop-in turbos, you know, do for those trucks as the year progresses here. I'm excited about that as well. Um, I know one guy, we got um, a 64 um, redone on his L5P. Mm -hmm. And I've been keeping an eye on him on social media, and it's just awesome to see that um, he's on the road running this thing. Yeah, so. yeah. And we've sent a, a few 64mm Stage 1s out uh, to some L5P customers. And um, you know, depending yeah, we, on how hard uh, the stock turbo is pushed, I, I think we're going to see quite a few of these turbos fail. I agree. The thrust bearing inside these turbos is just not built to handle you know, 600 horsepower. Um, so I, I think we're going to see a lot of thrust bearing failure. You know, and we've addressed the thrust bearing issue with our drop-ins. And uh, and what do you mean by that? What do you mean we've addressed that? Uh, the, the factory uh, thrust bearing design, there, there's no oil jetting. So uh, the thrust bearing is basically uh, splash uh, lubed kind of. Um, it's just, it's not really uh, channeled very well to get oil to where the, the thrust area is on the bearing very well. So under a high load, high RPM situation, that turbocharger, uh, the oiling to the thrust bearing just isn't adequate to uh, properly lubricate the thrust bearing and you know prevent metal-on-metal uh, -metal contact, which causes you know failure. So I think we're, we're going to see quite a few uh, failures in the thrust bearing department. If you're around, if you push it to 600, you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've already gotten a few yeah. of those phone calls already here. Sure. And. Um, well, you don't think 530? So anything about 500 horsepower? I think it might be all right at 500 horsepower, but okay. you know, as you start really pushing that little 61 millimeter turbo yep. into that uh, 600 horsepower range, that, that's asking way more than it was designed to do. So, uh, we've got a, a much better thrust bearing pack uh, that is. It's made out of uh, steel instead of brass, so it's a lot heavier duty. It is jetted also, so oil goes in the center of the bearing and is directed right into the, the thrust area, to the thrust pads. So it's got uh, much better oiling capability, and it's going to handle you know heavy loads a lot more efficiently than the uh, the stock setup will. So currently, right now, all we have is our Stage One 64. But we'll be coming out with uh, stage two, 64, 66, and hopefully, if everything goes well, a 68 millimeter in the future as well. So, Woohoo! It, 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 I think the uh, L5P is going to be a monster with our 68 and uh, you know, maybe some mild injectors and whatnot. Absolutely. And right now, there's three in the family over here at Dan's Diesel. Mm -hmm. You got Ty, he's the service manager. Yep. He's got an S475 kit getting put on it right now mm -hmm. as we speak. Um, Heather, you guys just bought a 19. Yep. And you have another 17. Yeah, the, the company owns a, a 2017. Uh, my wife owns a 2019, and Ty has a 2017 as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to be having some fun with the L5Ps here this year. Oh, it's going to be a great summer of sled pulling. I hope to oh, get yeah. one of those trucks on the track, Dan. Oh, yeah. Got to get that thing on the dirt. Mm hmm. You know, uh, I had. A guy, he, this guy was a character, he's in the military. He, uh, he's a current customer, his name is Adam. He bought a turbocharger, beautiful, you know, powder coating job, but was done on it, lime green. It was awesome looking. He wrote, 
Danny, I just got my turbo and it looks like everything is here, but what is this black line and where does it go? Uh, the black line. That is, <laughs> uh, it's a remote oil feed line. So what it does is it pulls engine oil from the side of the engine block and puts it right to the turbocharger. So instead of the turbo pulling oil through the cam bearing and uh, where it's a little bit lower pressure and it's already hotter, it's uh, going to pull oil from the side of the engine block right after the oil cooler. So the oil is going to be a little bit cooler. It's going to uh, be a little bit higher pressure as well. So it's going to keep the bearings inside the turbocharger happier. So if you're pulling a heavy load of a steep grade for an extended period of time, those bearings are going to be properly lubricated and cooled a little bit better. On the VGT trucks, uh, having that extra oil flow and pressure to the turbo uh, speeds up the vein response rate. So uh, quicker uh, turbo response and spool up. So uh, for a limited time, we've been throwing uh, that line in the turbo kit. Uh, it's like $110 value. So yeah, it's got nice AN fittings on. Yeah, it. yeah, it's a really nice kit. Uh, we've just been including it with our turbochargers. So it's just uh, just a nice little touch to yeah, add on. Yeah, unexpected there. gesture. Yeah, I mean we already include all the gaskets and seals that you need to install the turbocharger. We also include the balance report, you know, to show how good the balance process is here that we use. And um, yeah, the, the remote feed line just goes to either the driver's side or the passenger side of the block. It's, uh, it requires a 19 millimeter socket and ratchet to pull the plug out of the side, put the fitting in, and put the line to it, hook it up, and you're good to go. That way, we don't have to go into the upper or lower pan, you know. Well, that'd be for the drain. The drain, okay. Uh, if you're on a twin setup, but this, this is just for the feed side of the turbocharger. There you go. So gotcha. So, yeah. and that's an easy install. Yeah, it's an easy install, and you know your turbocharger is definitely gonna like it, and so will your cam bearing on the 01 to 10 trucks. So you think the LMLs just don't need them, huh? The LML has a, a different route for oil to get up to the turbo. It's it's better uh, than the 01 to 10s, but we we still include that line right now. You know, if you order a turbo. Uh, we, we just throw that in there. Just for added? Yep, just better flow, volume. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, little, little cooler oil because right after the oil cooler. Awesome. Anything to keep that thing alive. Right. Any little um, thing we measure we can take. Yep. Uh, no, that was a great question from Adam. Thank you for your service, by the way. Great, great customer. Um, this was a good one. Robert H. I saw on Facebook that you have a 66 for a 2010 LMM. I am torn between a S369SXE or your drop-in for 700 rear wheel horsepower. What do you recommend? Uh, well, it comes down to what he uses the truck for. I mean, if uh, if he's just using it for, for fun, uh, 369, you know, it, it's a fun turbocharger. The downside is he's going to have to purchase a complete install kit. You know, the pedestal, the intake, the intercooler pipes, downpipe lines, boots, clamps, all that stuff to make that turbo work. And, you know, I mean, it's an okay turbo. It's really not my favorite in the S300 line. Uh, it's a little bit large of a compressor wheel for that size turbine. But, um, you know, if, if he's just using it for fun, you know, yeah, it, it's an all right turbo for the job. But if he's using it for towing at all, I would definitely not recommend it. Whereas the 66 drop-in, you know, that's a, a VGT turbocharger. So he's going to have quick spool up. 
He's also going to retain that uh, ability to use an exhaust brake if the tuner has that enabled in the tune. Uh, it's you know going to support 700 horsepower or more if he's got bigger injectors. That's not a problem. So and you know, it's a drop-in, so it works with all the, the piping that he has currently. So cost-wise, he's, he's going to save money going with the 66. He's going to get the horsepower results that he's looking for, and it's, it's more of a versatile. Versatile, so, yeah. Definitely so, more all around. Yep. And that's why I said earlier in the show that, I mean, the the drop-in is such a great concept, and that's definitely taken over. Um, and I feel like people uh, still don't even know about drop-in turbochargers, and that's unbelievable to me, you know, like they're still yeah. doing this type of install. Yep. And it's so like, I don't know, I don't know, 10 years ago, 20, you know, 15 years ago, it's like... Man, I don't know. Yeah, the, the drop-in turbo market's come a long way, especially in the last couple years. For sure. Uh, with, with technology, uh, you know, balancing machines, uh, CNC processes, you know, the, the quality of these drop-ins have gone up substantially. Um, especially with our turbochargers, you know, we look at every area uh, and, and try to find what ways we can make improvements for the performance, the reliability just to give the customer the best quality product money can buy. One cool thing that I always thought was kind of like the cherry on top, mm -hmm. um, we've been printing um, balance reports mm -hmm. for that specific turbocharger. Yes. Now, um, Tyler follows us on Snapchat. Yep. Um, Dan's Diesel P. Couldn't fit it all in there. But yep. if you follow us on Snapchat, you'll be able to see our, our uh, laser engraver. Mm -hmm. We engrave all of our turbochargers so we know exactly what um charger that is serial number and everything mm -hmm. put our logo on there so if somebody doesn't know you know what it is they can see our name of course and not be guessing mm -hmm. and uh you know so i definitely highly recommend you guys follow us on snapchat i am pretty much the one behind the controls of that yep i, I jump on every once in a while and post yeah. some stuff that i'm doing yeah, so we've been, you know, knocking that out. That's been awesome. Mm -hmm. That thing has grown tremendous. I can't even tell you how much that's grown. I mean, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, we had about 400 followers in beginning of December. Now we're over 2,500. Yeah. So it's the, definitely grown. Same with the Instagram. We've uh, gained a lot of followers over the past couple months. Yeah. It's been great. No, it's been awesome. Um, You know, talking, going back to the UCC, um, you know, we're going to definitely be there. That's one yeah. show that we've committed yep. to be at. Yeah, we, we have a, an 80-foot booth, uh, so we're going to have our trailer there along with a lot of the products that we offer. So, you know, stop out and talk to one of our staff members. We'll, we'll be happy to get you set up with uh, some performance parts and service for your truck. Yeah, we're definitely going to have a great display of... Uh, the different drop-ins out there it's gonna mm -hmm. gonna be a great year at the ucc i already know i've been talking to so many people um the behind the scenes guys you know how much time and effort it takes to put that event on i mean oh yeah it's phenomenal like yeah it's quite a big event and that is uh first weekend of may yeah i mean i don't know when this show is going to air but we're about 73 days away yeah from ucc yep so most people uh from previous years they're just not even close to even getting their motor done still you know they're 
Yeah. It's not 24 hours yet before the event. To, mm-hmm. you know, so good luck to all the competitors out there. Yes. Looking forward to um, watching you guys and, you know, being a part of that day for you, that weekend. Um, moving forward with us, uh, you know, we're going to have some shows. We've yes. got some, we've got a lineup. Yeah. Um, Dave Garand, Garand um, Transmission. He's going to come on the show with us and talk uh, torque converter matching. Like, what what is best for you for stall? You know, like what kind of... we got all these converters, the whole alphabet, you know, I feel. And, you know, why is an X better than an R or vice versa, you know? Yeah. And we're going to get the man, you know, that owns the joint on the show. Yeah, we'll get him on the show, talk about the turbochargers that he builds and the, the company that he owns. And, uh, you know... How different uh, torque converters can uh, be matched up for your turbo setup, and you know what you're doing with the truck. So why it's important to select the right converter for your application. Uh, we're also going to have Joe, owner of HSP, on the show, uh, talking about his company and some of the products that you know he offers. Uh, he's almost done with his new shop, so it's going to be cool to talk to him about that as well. Uh, and we're going to try to get uh, some other big names in the industry on the show here. So there's always big names, you know, on the show for sure. And Patrick, he's done such an awesome job on keeping that afloat. I can't understand how busy he is. So we're helping him out by doing a couple segments. Mm-hmm. Um, look forward to our our future shows for sure. Now, if you guys want to follow us, um, like I said, our our Instagram, our Snapchat, Dan's Diesel P. You can email me, Danny at dansdieselperformance.com mm-hmm. or Reach uh, out to Dan. Yeah, yeah. My email is dansdieselperformance at gmail dot com, and uh, or you can message me on Facebook or you know Instagram, Snapchat. You know, we'll take care of you. What about the old fashioned phone? Does anybody use that anymore? Oh yeah, you call, know, the pick phone, up the phone rings constantly here. Yeah. Uh, so give us a call eight one five nine seven seven five eight six five. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I feel like we just scratched the surface of turbocharging. Like we mm-hmm. didn't even talk about. Um, a lot of things that we could have. Oh, we, we almost missed uh, what we did last year, the, the, the big uh, big thing. What was the big thing? Uh, I, I missed that. Yeah, Dan's Little Performance oh, yeah. purchased How Godspeed Turbo that? Innovations last year. Yep. Absolute congratulations on yeah, that. Thank you. Yeah, we, uh, we worked out a deal with Cody Callahan, uh, former owner of Godspeed Turbo. So we, we bought that company, and uh, we are... With that purchase, we're going to be offering more Cummins turbochargers. So we're going to get into the 5.9 and 6.7 platforms. How about um, the, uh, you know, BP trucks? You got any love for those? Yeah, I, I think we're going to work on some HX40 stuff yeah. you know, for those guys as well. Um, some maybe some hybrid HX35 stuff. Uh, also, the 6.7 power strokes, uh, those are coming along. We're going to uh, have some nice drop-ins for those as well. So just... Uh, you know, expanding our market, uh, reaching out to you know more dealers and, and working with more shops across the country and uh, Canada, up in Canada. Yeah. yeah, we got quite a few dealers up in Canada too. So uh, just going to be you know building a lot of turbos here. Uh, really excited about it. Uh, Cody has moved on to specialize in turbocharger parts, uh, manufacturing of billet compressor wheels. Uh, veins, you know, all sorts of different little components that are used in turbochargers. So you can follow him uh, at Forged Compression on Facebook and see what he's up to these days. 
but uh, you awesome. know, we, we did purchase the company uh, October of 2018. So um, you kind of just picked up where they left off, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, uh, well, we we got uh, a lot of information and uh, you know plans for offering you know more turbos to the, the marketplace. Uh, we already had the Duramax and the six liter market nailed down pat, but we also wanted to expand into the Cummins market and, uh, you know, the 6.7 Power Strokes and uh, possibly some 7.3 stuff. So uh, I believe it was, it was a good investment and we're looking forward to working with uh, all of his uh, prior customers and dealers. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, Dan, it's been a great show. I look forward to meeting everybody at the UCC. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Patrick usually says... Uh, What's he say? You know, uh, keep this shiny side up. I'm going to say uh, keep it between the ditches. And thanks yeah. for listening. Keep the rubber on the pavement. There you go.